0: From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM, and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Our pitch to free agents is, you know, this is a new program and we're we're heading in the right direction. It's a new era. We have leadership with Gerard Mayo that is going to be tremendous. Like, he's, he's just an unbelievable leader and developer of people, and I think that... You know, as we move forward with the new offense and defense, like it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty special and exciting here. Well, there was your free agency sales pitch yesterday by Elliot Wolf. And let me tell you, the Patriots are gonna need a damn good sales pitch after they got raked over the coals for the second year in a row, Mego, by the NFLPA team report card. The second annual one came out earlier today and the Patriots are now 0 for 2 on these things. They are getting absolutely crushed on the eve of free agency starting which I think is relevant, important and pretty scary if you're a Patriots fan.
1: Jones, did you grow up in the kind of house where bringing home your report card after school was a big deal?
0: Uh, Yeah, sure. I, the report cards were important. I usually did pretty well but report cards were important. Yeah.
1: If I brought home this report card the Audelini oh, no house would be ripped apart, and I—I I did. Let me say it this way: I did bring home this report card on occasion <laughs> when I was much younger. Maybe in this period of time of seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade before I got on my Adderall, <laughs> <laughs> there were some tumultuous bringing home the report cards. I don't know how else to say this other than perhaps the Patriots need to go get evaluated by a professional.
0: Uh-huh. I'll tell you, uh, this probably says more about schooling in Northern Vermont than it does about my intellect, but ne- never never brought- just
1: sent you home with like a smiley yes. face and a unicorn. Crocodile
0: and spelling, yes, is what I got. So I uh, no I never had a report card like this, I can tell you. Uh, but you know, I didn't exactly go to the most rigorous school system in the country. Uh, it's Jones and Mego. No Arcand yet again here on WEEI. Uh, we do have our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. and just know, I'm sure you've been listening to Gresham Fourier. They covered this earlier today. The Patriots did abysmal in the NFLPA team report card. It's a player survey, okay? And it involves, uh, let's see, over 1,700 players. Uh, The report card, or the survey rather, took place from August 26th to November 16th of 2023, so it's evaluating last season.
1: That's important. When we look at, especially the head coach grade, just remember, this is from last season leading up until
0: November. Correct. They're not grading Mayo. They're grading Bill. And they're grading what was in place last year. So it's possible that upgrades are on the way. Though we said this last year during the first team report card. Oh, well, they're going to upgrade the locker room, right? I mean, they built a giant lighthouse and they, they built a giant scoreboard. They're going to fix up the locker room, right? <clears throat> At least not yet. Uh, we, we have two report cards. They've not done it yet. Answers were anonymous and the players were evaluated again in their current workplace. So they weren't being asked about previous work stops. Although that probably factored in to their grading. So the question now, and we want you to vote, at Jones and Mego. you can also dial us up, 617-779-7937. The Patriots finished 29th out of 32 in the second annual NFLPA team report card. What's your takeaway? And we're going to ask you, uh, well, we're going to tell you some of the specifics in this report card. Uh, So you can hear that. If you've already heard some of it, feel free to vote now. Uh, Does it tell you that ownership is uh, cheap or does it tell you that the players are babies? And we can get into that again at 617, 779, 793.7. All I'll say about this, and that's just an overall singular score that you can boil it down to. And some of the other teams they're up there with are very, very unflattering. The Commanders. Uh, I feel like I said this the other week. You know, the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers were on there, the Chiefs were on there. And so, you know, just because you. You win a bunch does not mean that your ownership group is great. But the bottom five were Steelers, Patriots, Chargers, Chiefs, Commanders. Uh, I would vote, Mego that it speaks volumes about ownership. And I think it's very relevant with free agency right around the corner. How'd you vote?
1: I voted against ownership as well. Look, like, does it indicate that your players are babies? I don't know. Maybe you think that a lot of these NFL players are spoiled to this point, that they came out of these big programs like Alabama, Michigan, Texas, you know, these places that have these incredibly luxurious facilities. Well, whatever. (laughs) That's where most of your talent is coming from, or that's at least the sentiment that permeates through the locker room. What it also tells me is you're not taking care of those babies' babies, Because without getting into the specifics, the treatment of families' grade is
0: awful. Oh, it's abysmal.
1: It is so embarrassing. We'll get to it. But overall, I think that where they scored the lowest, and again, we'll get into the specifics, indicates that the players that have been here for the second year in a row do not feel like ownership is investing in the facilities that matter to them and the places that they're in day in and day out. And meanwhile, they're looking over at like the world's largest video screen and the lighthouse that's 30 miles inland. And I know people want to pretend like those come from two different pots in terms of where the money's coming from, but the money's all coming from ownership. And it's the most blatant example of deciding to spend on these parts of the stadium where you're going to entertain private events right behind that. They put up that whole new corridor area that you can rent out for private events. You can rent the lighthouse for private events. But meanwhile, the areas where your team is every freaking day and the way that they travel and their travel schedule and all these things they feel like you're lacking. Yeah. That points to ownership for me.
0: Uh, absolutely. The players might be babies, but do you think the Patriots employ bigger babies than the other teams around no. the league? Like the Alabama thing. I keep hearing this. Like, oh, well, uh, these players come from Alabama now, and they come from the University of Georgia and Texas and all the uh, USC. They come from these giant institutions with great facilities, and it's part of the arms race in college football. Should players from college football be leaving college and going to worse facilities in the NFL? Like, that shouldn't be happening. So, number one, that would be a reflection on cheap-ass owners in the NFL compared to boosters in college sports. Number one, that would be a poor reflection. And I don't think that's the takeaway league-wide. Do you think you're the only team drafting players from Alabama or Texas?
1: You'd be a lot better.
0: Or Ohio <laughs> State or whatever? Are you the only team that does that? They might be better, although they drafted plenty from Alabama. <laughs> I'm
1: saying they would be a lot better if that's all they drafted from. Oh, that's
0: so much nicer than Lenore Ryan. You know, that would— uh <laughs> right, incredible. Right. And so, you know, even if these are players coming to the NFL and the facilities are worse than college, number one, that's embarrassing. And number two, you're not the only one bringing in players from these institutions. And it's graded league-wide. This is how you compare to the other organizations. You're down with the Washington Commanders, no offense, Mego.
1: Oh, it's it's so offensive. Are you kidding? No, it's offensive that you're there with them. That is the team that makes headlines because pieces of their stadium fall on the fans during the games and after the games. They don't have hot water or running water for the teams in the showers. Okay, so offense. That that's that's the company that you keep in this survey.
0: Offense, then I I, yeah, I take ta- it back.
1: Give all offense. I strike Seriously. it from the
0: record. I take it back. You ready for the full report card? Here you go. The Patriots ranked 29th in team surveys, and the results point to club management that has not been keeping up with changing times. As in most categories, the player responses highlighted outdated facilities and stale services. The number one issue for players is the weight room. And I hear, oh, what do you need? Oh, these guys are babies. What do you need in your weight room? I don't know. They they did horribly compared to the other teams in the NFL. So these professionals look at, like, I could tell you a radio studio. If I walk into a radio studio and I go, this one sucks. Like, I could do that. I'm sure. Ryan, you could do that? Yeah, I'm looking at one. <laughs> okay. What so are like, you talking I could, about? I can walk in and be like, uh, this radio studio, you know, I could use my headphone jack. I your headphones do it today. Okay. So, like, you know, I, I understand. And these players know. So, like, you might not understand. You might not get it. They get it. They're telling you it sucks. It blows. How do you Listen feel to a tough team without having a tough weight room? It just seems silly. It ranks last. That's a great point about Mayo and Alex Van Pelt and Elliot Wolf. It ranks last in both quality of equipment as well as size. Been there. The <laughs> Patriots are the only team in the NFL with a majority of players. The only team with a majority of players feeling that their team's facility is worse than places they could train off-site. So did you hear that?
1: Oh, yeah. They, they want to go to the Equinox instead.
0: Forget the Equinox. They can, Lifetime they, fitness? They could show up to your gym in Southie. Yeah, they could show up to the Y and they I, could do I better than this.
1: I don't know if it's that bad.
0: Better than they could train off-site, the only team in the league. In the training room, respondents feel that treatment options are not cutting edge. They lack both equipment and staffing that are offered elsewhere as standard. The players feel the facility has needed significant renovations for a while now, which explains the low grade for club owner... Robert Kraft.
1: And what is that grade?
0: Uh, his grade is a D+.
1: That is not a grade that flies in the Ottolini household. <laughs> a low grade. <laughs> no, not the
0: Jones household either. <laughs> a low grade for club owner Robert Kraft. It's a D D+. On the question about players having confidence he will invest in their facilities. So this is where it's relevant. Free agency is around the corner. We already know the Patriots need to overspend because no one wants to play here because they don't think they can win here. Now... The takeaway around the league is that facilities suck and the owner is disinterested. And it really is a larger takeaway about ownership in this city, and I've done this before. Imagine if the Red Sox got grades like this. Imagine if John Henry got grades like this, the field day we'd have. People give Robert Kraft a free pass on this. He gets an absolute free pass. Not from the players, apparently, anonymously, but he gets a free pass. Imagine, just imagine if John Henry did this poorly. And he would never... I blame Red Sox ownership for tons. They deserve every ounce of blame they get. They would never do this poorly, never on facilities, never. And so I wonder, Mego, like I haven't gotten yet to episodes five and six. You've watched The Head in the Dynasty. Do they cover this?
1: No, oh, do, do they, they cover the locker Do they the cover their
0: rooms? dilapidated <laughs> facilities and their cheap-ass ownership? Do they cover that in the dynasty? I haven't I'm, seen it. and
1: Not in episodes five and six that I've seen. But I do want to, since you brought up the Red Sox, mm-hmm. it was less than a year ago that the Red Sox upgraded their clubhouse for the players. And if you remember, Rafael Devers walking oh, yeah. in, his reaction. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Now, that's a happy guy right there. Maybe that he's is. not happy with where else they're spending, but it does make a difference when your star walks in and he has... That reaction. Okay.
0: So you tell me. 617-779-7937. You can vote. At Jones and Mega. We'll give you more. (sighs) You really like that clubhouse, guys. (laughs) We'll give you more details. I'm just telling you, the Red Sox would never do this bad in this. And their Red Sox, their ownership deserves tons of blame. I give them tons (laughs) of blame. You know, it's been an ownership group that doesn't care. But they get a lot of blame and they get a lot of criticism. Kraft really hasn't. And he deserves it, as we've been trying to tell you. You know, never mind the other ownership groups in this city. The Celtics are about the only one investing in their team right now. Jeremy Jacobs is jacking up season ticket prices while, you know, not quite investing uh, in the same ways that he has in the past. They've spent to the cap, but they're screwing you over with your bags and they're raising season ticket prices on you. Like ownership in this city is a real problem right now. And it coordinates and aligns with why the teams aren't doing well. They finished 29th out of 32 and they finished dead last in at least one category. Never mind Robert Kraft getting a D-plus by his own players. What's your biggest takeaway? And how much does it matter? How much do you think it impacts the Patriots in free agency? You can jump in, 617-779-7937. We have Brian Scalabrini joining us today at 4 o'clock. We'll talk Celtics with him. We have Triple Play at 445, Meg Splaining at 530, and Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight at 545. Plus, we'll give you the ugly, gory details from the NFLPA's report card right after Trending with Ryan Garvin.